Carrie, are you recording? I am. Are you recording, Barry? I am. Excellent. Oh, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Carrie just said she's ready to record, <laughs> and then her boom for her microphone literally fell over and knocked yeah. into what looks like a, a Tiffany-style glass lampshade back there. Yep. Fun fact. Um... I this lamp was in my office in Rochester and I took it oh. when I left. So <laughs> <laughs> That's on that's on tape now. <laughs> Where uh do you know have you looked at the lamp is is the lamp actually worth something or was I, like was it a target? I mean, I I don't know. I assume it's not worth much. I <laughs> So the I believe the lamp was originally in storage and then someone who worked um, right there before me found it and put it in her office. And then when she left, I took it and put it in my office and now it's in my house. <laughs> right. Because you boxed up your stuff and you're like, hmm, lampy like, goes I'm, in box too. I'm taking the uh, lamp. It was in so storage for like ju- years. They yeah. But not the thing is, it. it's like some of these things because, okay. This is a, I, I can barely see it, but what I can see yeah. is it's a glass leaded lampshade. Yep. So it's that old uh, kind of crafts and uh, yep. arts and crafts style uh, lampshade. And, and now these were very popular again in the 90s because I have some of the lamps yeah. around my house with similar lampshades. But um, just saying if it was in storage and it's like any reputable brand, it could actually be worth some money. I know. I, <laughs> if it was like... It. <laughs> If it was like, you know, even if it's like a Sears lamp from the 20s. I mean, that would be super cool. I I highly doubt it's worth Is the uh is the cord like a cloth cord or or like a standard plastic cord? It's a like a chain. Oh, no, but like when you plug it in. Oh, it's a standard. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's probably a knockoff. Yeah. I was yeah, just yeah, like yeah. you know how <laughs> Places like it's just like hitting into like a thousand dollar lamp. It's fine. I don't want to. I don't want to out you, so I won't say what types of places you work at. But (laughs) um, uh huh. Do you have a problem with me taking lamps from those types of places? Just saying, uh, there (laughs) might be a little bit of conflict with uh, your profession and the fact that you stole a fucking lamp. Maybe my profession means I'm extra covered in stealing <laughs> lamps. <laughs> yep. Oh, anyway. Um, so, yeah, it's been a while since we were uh, on uh, on the pod together. It's I, true. I've just been busy. January's not good for me. No. I'll, I let people know what I do for a living. I'm, I work at a bank, and I'm, I'm getting... The, the financial statements ready for the auditors to look at and it's Oof. just a pain but we're coming out of it this week should be relatively light just kind of like some cleanup and then and then the auditors are in the next week so getting uh getting kind of coming out of a dark period of the year so yeah <sighs> yep january so. is dark and full of terrors yes that's a quote Long I and think full of terrors? No, the night is long and full of terrors. Okay, well. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just sit in that awkward silence for a bit. 
Um, and a lot of cool people have been dying lately. <laughs> and that's not fun either. It's Cause not, like, no. I was sitting right here working and my wife texted me, Bob Saget died. And she was like, so she yeah. was two rooms over. Uh-huh. I mean, this wasn't like today. This was when it happened. And I got up and walked over there and I was like, Bob Saget dying is not text worthy. You fucking mm-hmm. tell me in person. Yeah. And she's like, well, I didn't want to bother you. I'm like, but you told me Bob Saget died. Bob now, Saget dying is bothersome. It, it is. And I now two. it's a double edged knife for me because I a am the right age to remember uh, watching, you know, full house in syndication, like daily after coming home from school. Yep. I mean, I was around for its original run, but, I, you know, it was just like on every day at like three thirty. On you know, yeah, I, I didn't have cable when I was growing up until like I was in high school. So as I lived out in the country, and so you get whatever the three networks and like two and a half UHF channels have to offer. Yeah, you know, because like if there's a storm coming in the right way, we might get the one out of Fargo, but <laughs> <laughs> kind of like bounces the signal just a little extra. Yep. So it's like, ooh, there's a thunderstorm coming. My dad's like, you're going to get halfway through that show, and then the storm will actually be here, and you won't be able to finish it, and you're going to be mad. I'm like, no, I'm going to get it done. And no, he was always right. But um, so loved him from, you know, uh, Full House. Who mm-hmm. doesn't? What a great show. And funny. The funny thing is, the person who was a comedian in that show wasn't actually a comedian, but the straight dad was a comedian. And I also enjoyed Bob Saget's stand-up humor. And uh, I I listened to Penn Sunday School, and he was relaying some of the uh, jokes. I'm not going to... I'll just let you know. You want to hear... Like how dirty Bob Saget was. Well, first of all, you can probably find clips of him being really dirty. But also there are some like personal stories that he told of him saying the worst stuff. And it's like he's like he said it with all the love. And you have to know him to know that because it sounds so horrible. And it was. But also so uh, no, Bob Saget died. And then um, what's the other comedian? Louis Anderson. Louis Anderson died. Minnesota, Minnesota native, native Louis native. Anderson. Yeah. And um, uh, I liked Louis Anderson's comedy, you know, back in the 80s. Kind of everybody, you know, kind of lose, lost touch with him. I never watched his animated TV show. Did you know there was an animated TV show? Um, I watched his animated TV show, okay. Barry. So step off. <laughs> <laughs> but Baskets. Um, his portrayal of Basket's mom blow blew my mind. Yeah, and I believe he won uh, an Emmy for that. I think so. Yeah, uh, and it it was so fantastic. And mm-hmm. he just, you know, when the first time he was asked to play, he's like, "I'm not a cross dresser or anything." He's like, "No." Uh, uh, uh was it Galifianakis came yeah. and said, but. I really think you just would nail this. Would you Would you just read it? And so he did. And he was like, yeah, I read it. And it was like, my mom. You know, it was just like, this is, yeah. and, and he pulls it off. He pulled that whole part off so beautifully. Um, Baskets was one of my favorite scripted shows of lately. And my wife 
has no time for it. I know it's kind of a... Did you ever watch it? I watched like a couple episodes and I felt like... I felt like I didn't see enough to like understand it and get into it. And then like, yeah. I don't know what it's streaming on or whatever. Like I, it wasn't very accessible to me. And I was like, eh, I'll find sure. it later. <laughs> right. It's one but of yeah. those shows. You're right. You really need to kind of like watch all of it. And it's kind of this esoteric art film made into a TV show. Yeah. And yeah, it's, I, I absolutely loved it. He but has- then what's that? I, he had a stand-up from like I don't know 80s or 90s. He he was young in it. Um, but my dad and I watched that like like once a week for a solid oh, yeah, yeah. six months. Like it like it was it was very good. Oh anyway. yeah, I mean he he was he was just good, mm-hmm. and he had that very peculiar voice, and he knew how to use it for yes. perfect effect. And you know, and they one of the things is you know he was. He was a clean comedian, mm-hmm. and they always say that's like yeah, anybody can work blue, but you know if you can actually be a, a clean comedian and mm-hmm. and and be funny, that shows real skill of working in that, you know, because everybody can say something and then just say well fuck and you you'll get laughs, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, right now, all our all our audience right now is laughing because I said they are fuck. laughing so hard. <laughs> but the reason <laughs> but the reason we're here today is uh is not for dead comedians <laughs> is not for dead comedians it's for dead rock stars from the 70s <laughs> michael lee a day better known to the world as meatloaf died and i don't want to talk yeah. about his death because that's just politics and i'm just sad that he died because like when you see meatloaf, like especially like from the seventies, you're like, I know a lot of stuff was okay in the seventies, but what what happened? <laughs> this this chubby kid with long hair and clothes that might be a little too tight, are uh, is just gyrating against a microphone, and his co is uh his a uh, lady star singer up there and. <laughs> And his name is Meatloaf, and they, yeah. they're like, "This is how, this is how mi- magical music is." Because like, Meatloaf was a star, and yeah. um, just you know, he had the voice, he had uh, the persona, and probably one of his biggest assets was his uh. uh his relationship with Jim Steinman, who wrote, I fit, I'm pretty sure all the songs that were hits for him. Mm. And he was the guy who played the piano. So, um, but, but yeah. And I said, you know, what would be fun just to go down memory lane. Let's just rattle off our three favorite meatloaf songs. We were supposed to have three. Oh, did I not? Okay. What did I say? Oh, that's fine. We could have three. I thought it was just one, but oh. maybe I read the text wrong. Yeah, maybe you don't like meatloaf as I, well as you. I can pat out my list. I'm a millennial. <laughs> Listening to meatloaf was a reach yeah. back for me, man. I was I was making chili tonight. We had chili for dinner. Okay. And, I, and so I threw on, I was like, I need a quick refresh while I cook dinner. 
Um, mm-hmm. And I threw on the Apple Music Essentials of Meatloaf and walked and like walked into our dining room where my husband DJ was. And he said, what are you listening to? <laughs> and I was like, we're, we're listening to Meatloaf today. Okay. So, so, so you don't have a history with Meatloaf at all? I have a, I have a small history with Meatloaf. Okay. Um, my like more like my like i have like fond memories of my mom listening to meatloaf sure and then like just kind of like it being in the zeitgeist like i know who he is i know five of the songs okay i know what the cover of the bad out of hell record looks like <laughs> but i'm not i was it bad out of hell or bad out of hell too because they're very similar it could have been bad out of hell too for my money, Bad Out of Hell is the better one. But. I feel like it was the fir- I feel like it's the first one that I know. Yeah. So. So cards on the table. I don't know a lot. So you okay. Know. Well, you're you, you know this is great though because your new New Year's have you have you had time to get through like the entire catalog or or do you or are you limited or what? I mean, not the entire catalog, but I listened to a decent sure. amount this okay. weekend. Well, why don't why don't you start with uh, with or do you want me to start with one? I mean, I say you go for it, man. Okay. Um, my third favorite meatloaf song is "Heaven by a Dashboard Light." First um, it of is all, called "Paradise by the Dashboard sorry, Light." Yep, yeah, you're right. Get it, it right, is. man. <laughs> I don't have my list in front of me. "Paradise by the Dashboard Light." No, you got to understand. I'm a huge meatloaf fan. Um, "Paradise sure, by the Dashboard Light." Dogs. This is one of those songs. Uh, Karsten would, you know, try to get convince people they should sing karaoke. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Because it's really long. And it's it's and, so long. And there's lots of different parts. And, and there's l- so many parts. Right. And it. <laughs> and and it, but it turns out it's funny as hell as well. I mean, it is. I mean, it's so. I mean, I think realistically the song would, um, uh, you know, end with a divorce, but no, it just ends with bitterness and, uh, and waiting to die. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Uh, if you haven't heard paradise by the dashboard light, you just have to experience, I don't want it. It's, it's worth your time. I mean, it's it's got all the baseball references in there, uh, and uh, I mean that's that one when you're a kid that that's what sucks you in. You're like, what are they talking about? Why is there a baseball announcer and a funky guitar? <laughs> what is going song. on? Yeah, and yep. But my, it also my I eldest just gonna, brother uh, used to ask my mom when he was like little, like like you know toddlerish elementary sure. school age if they could listen to the baseball song. And it was Paradise by the Dashboard Light. <laughs> and my mom would be like, yep. Yeah. Yeah. But all, all through that and then, yeah, just all this work, this, the poor teenager, it was uh, just trying to get lucky. And then he ended up entering a contract for his whole entire life. I mean, she was laying out her boundaries. And was saying, yeah, if you love me forever, was. man, let's do this. And then he accepted. So. No, no, then, you're right. Then you're stuck. Then you're praying for the end of time. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
so um, I can end my time with you. <laughs> Paradise by the Dashboard Light is my number one favorite meatloaf song. Okay, I I respect like, that. It's I, I mean it's a it's just fun. Like yeah, I like that this like there is a story to it, and like there's there are so many different parts, but they all do like go somewhere, you know. Mm-hmm. Um and like. Yeah, it's just it's fun and ridiculous. Um and I have the memory of my mom yeah, like of my mom telling me about my brother requesting it. Um it's also and I don't I know didn't know where you were going there. I thought you were going <laughs> to My mom one time oh she God. was baking a cake and she told me about how she was having sex in a car with a young man, <laughs> but she didn't make him promise that she l- no. he'd love her till the end of time. And then and then 8 years later uh, 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 she she found your your uh, dad, and uh, I mean, we'll wait for her memoirs to come out. I don't know; <laughs> it could it could be a thing. Um, yeah. I don't. Well, know. That's the thing. I I are I actually know f- positively for a fact that my brother was uh, conceived in the back of a 1968 Mustang. So I mean, not a bad place to be conceived. No. No, I suppose not. You know, I mean... But because of the pregnancy, they had to sell the car. Oh. Right? That's an unfortunate trade. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, like, I wonder how long my dad looked at my brother and was like, ah, oh, fucking bright red 1968 Mustang. God damn it. Is he named after the car? No. Oh. No, he's not. That'd be great. His middle name was yeah. like Henry or something. <laughs> um, no, no, his middle name is Stang, but I'm sure that's not. That's <laughs> but not unrelated. related. Um, but yeah, yeah. So I I thoroughly enjoyed the song. I also I don't know if it's an Iowa thing or if it's just a my friends thing. But uh-huh. my my college roommate when she got married, um, well she. She's been married twice now, but we're happy for her. Second marriage is going much sure. better than the first one did. Yeah. But this song played well, at both... Well, open marriages often do. Exactly. Um, <laughs> this song played at at both of her wedding receptions, hmm. which is kind of an odd choice, but it's like a thing. Like, it is like fish in the dark thing. Like, everyone flooded the dance floor. Sure to dance and sing along to the song and there was there were like parts like the women were singing with the women Mm -hmm. parts the men and that you know great and then like there was choreography that everyone knew around me oh wow it was i've never seen this this yeah so was there like women moaning underneath the baseball (laughs) um yeah pretty yeah pretty much nice and then like you kind of had to pair up with a dude for the like yelling at each other part, uh-huh. <laughs> like when they go back and forth, and, it, yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. It's a it was a whole experience that I did not know, but it it was a sight to behold. So if you're in Iowa and have a wedding soon, know that. Or if you're in Iowa and you're like, this is not a thing, let us know. But it's fun. Mm-hmm. It's fun when people get into things. Cool. Anyway, but yeah, okay. I, it's well, very that fun was to your sing, to, sing along with and dance to, especially when okay, you're well, okay. Well, let's try ahead. to pry out your third favorite one then. Well, my third, 
I'm gonna look at I'm gonna look at my list. And I mean, you know, we're we're not like, I, you know, I didn't I didn't like graph this, um, right? You know, like I probably should have, but right. th- these these my these three songs came to me just like instantly. These are my favorite meatloaf so, songs. I mean, like three. <laughs> Three of them came instantly to me. One was Paradise for the Dashboard Light, obviously. Yep. And the other two, I'm just gonna go. I'm just gonna go for it. The other two um, came to my mind because I've heard them either covered or parodied. Okay. So it's two out of three ain't bad, mm. which I'm pretty sure has been used on commercials and things. Yeah. Um, I want to say like a Dr Pepper commercial, but I could be wrong. Um. And then the other one is I would do anything for love, but I won't do that. Is that the full title? Yeah, which Something I've like always that. hated because that lyrically it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, no, it's very confusing. I'm but, not a big um, fan of it, but anyway. But let's talk about um, two out of three ain't bad because I think as funny as... Um, <laughs> Paradise by the Dashboard Light is. Yeah. Two out of three ain't bad. Is Hilarious. Funnier. It's Hilarious. so funny. And so uh, my wife and I have been watching uh, this new sh- Kristen Bell TV show on Netflix. Oh, the girl. The woman across the street with, from the girl yeah. in the window. Mm-hmm. It's fucking hilarious. But you got to pick up on the little nuances because uh-huh. it's like it's like. It's like watching a Hallmark movie, but they wrote it specifically to be funny. Like the whole time this is going on, I'm not giving anything away here. There's like a maintenance guy installing a a mailbox. Like <laughs> every day in, he's installing her mailbox, like Perfect. trying to figure it out. And he's kind of slow. And, and it's just like, like I had to put the mailbox to the my house now was falling down when we bought the house so like the next day i went and bought a mailbox and put it up and the toughest thing was i didn't have a cordless drill so i had to string several extension cords to make it there but it's like (laughs) once i got the drill down there uh, that thing was up in five minutes yeah this guy's okay so the whole point (laughs) this song is so funny because it's this lush you know over the top love song ballad and i love you i need you and and then just and then but baby there ain't there ain't no way i'm ever gonna love you it's like but don't be sad is two out of three ain't bad are you kidding me oh it's so good Uh, i and then like it's like the snow is coming down outside please (laughs) don't let me please let me stay yep (laughs) it's like it's like gosh Oh, it's it's like that, you know, see, back in the fifties uh, or whatever, we had um, baby, it's cold outside. Yep. And in the seventies, we have two out of three ain't bad. <laughs> I remember my like I have such a clear memory of my mom like singing this song like with the most like just I don't know, like the most emphasis on it. Like, like she was in on the joke, like just yeah, crooning yeah. away with the lyrics. It was so good. And yeah, like I just love, I mean, the tone of like, as you said, like this syrupy love song. And then just the pure honesty of 
I want you, I need you, but there ain't no way I'm ever going to love you. But don't be sad. And the reason why ain't bad. And the reason why he won't love her is he's still holding out for this girl who turned him down years before. Who told him what he is now saying? Yeah, it's like, (laughs) but honestly, it's kind of like the joke coming back on itself because you know there are these people who are like in relationships and like they're never going to have a stable good relationship because they just like either they're going out after something they don't you know they can't have or you know it's not going to work out and you're like you're chasing a guy with really nice abs but that guy is going to leave you you know yeah and it's like there's probably some good guys with nice abs but maybe you should start with the good guy side and you know uh (laughs) Or, or the other way around, you know. Right. Uh, but that's such uh, that's a, a hilarious, it's hilarious so song. funny. Yes. Okay, so now I part of the the thing in with Meatloaf is he is so good at getting the words out. He can spit almost any lyrics out. Mm-hmm. And my favorite song. Now, I said that, you know, Meatloaf's relationship with uh, Jim Steinman is probably his, you know, best thing that ever happened to his career. However, my number one song was not written by Ben, uh, by, uh, sorry, Jim Steinman. It was written by uh, Richard O'Brien. That's right. I just thought I would, I would express the shock that the audience is clearly feeling right now. Right. Well, if you know Richard O'Brien, you know the song. It's Hot Patootie, Bless My Soul from uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show. Mm-hmm. Um, he comes out of that freezer, sings that song while riding around uh, a stairwell on a World War II vintage motorcycle. As you do. Uh, as you do. And just to show how smart Meatloaf is. He was like, they hired him and he was like, he had to ride a motorcycle. And he was like, yeah, I can ride a motorcycle. And then they say, yeah, here, ride this. And he's like, I'm not riding that. Uh, during production, the, I'm pretty sure the, the stunt man who rode the motorcycle <laughs> fell and broke his leg. Oh. So, yeah, Meatloaf was like, see, that <laughs> <It> was dumb. <laughs> see, not going to do it. And then they replaced it with like, uh, basically mounted some handlebars on a camera rig. And moved moved it around the stairs like it was a motorcycle, but it was not a motorcycle. Amazing. So nice little, but hot patootie, bless my soul. Just you know, there's a lot of like in the '70s. I feel like there was a lot of kind of like '50s, um, you know, look back. You know, late '60s, early '70s it was you know shot on Oz big time. And hot patootie, bless my soul. I think is kind of that thing. You know, it's a it's kind of that big you know, fifties rock and roll song with a saxophone, uh, you know, it, but first of all, it's in Rocky Horror Picture Show. And so right. it's, it's a fantastic song. Second of all, in the show, he gets murdered as the finale of this, uh, as the finale of the song. I mean, you can't go out bigger, right. you know, he gets yeah, axed no to death. That. Yeah. He literally spills his guts for this song. So, for those yeah, reasons, that's a solid, solid, okay. and uh, uh, yeah, that it's it's just fantastic. And I've been thinking about Rocky Horror Picture Show. It, 
And it's one of those things like, oh, I should be able to stream this, right? No. You notice how all the good movies are now no longer on streaming services. You got to pay for them. They're, you I know. know. It's like all the Christmas movies, you know, you have to pay per viewing now. You can't just stream them for free. Anyway. What, but, what is this world coming to? Yeah, um, it's like they want us to pay for, uh, for you, you know, intellectual property. It's yeah. crazy. So. But now yeah. this guy who's bought many C uh, DVDs in the past for Christmas movies is looking pretty smart. I can watch, uh, you know, Love Actually in 480p. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, <laughs> my brain just stopped functioning. Um, I would just like to say I solidly get behind your number one choice. That is an excellent, okay. excellent choice. Um, the only, the only other song I thought of what was, and it's not my number one at all. Again, Paradise by the Dashboard Light was, but, um, mm -hmm. the, I do anything for love. Don't love the song. Listen to it again today. And I was like, this is way longer <laughs> than I remember. And the chorus yeah. never gets to the part that you think of when you think of the song. Um, or it takes forever. But I do remember <laughs> there, and I don't, oh, I, there was some joke on some TV show, and I want to say it was The Office, but that feels wrong. It could have been Arrested Development. But there was something about, and I think it was like a dog lawyer who said, I would do anything for law, but I don't like cats. And <laughs> I don't, and I, I, I have no idea where it came from or what the reference is. And if anyone knows, please tell me because it's driving me fucking bananas. But the entire time, I just wanted to sing... I would do anything for law, but I don't like cats. Cause it's like, that's, those are what I think the lyrics are now forever and always. Sure. So yeah. if you don't like the song, I offer that to you as my gift to just sing about law and cats. Well, I think, <laughs> um, you know, I think actually those lyrics probably work better than the original lyrics. I so. mean, they might. Uh, and also, I just want to point out that I think um, the movie Fight Club really missed an opportunity for mm -hmm. like a, a big, you know, musical number by Meatloaf in, you know, somewhere in the, you know, like the first third of it. That would have been, you know what that movie is missing? I think you just put your finger on it, Barry. It's just a <laughs> Meatloaf musical montage. That's all you need. Exactly. <laughs> well... You know, uh, when when you see uh, people uh, that you love pass, it's uh, it's a good time to bring out the old uh, bring out the old recordings and yeah. give them a give them a spin because you know everybody likes reminiscing. It's about all we got these days, so yeah. And you get some hilarious tunes to dance to while you're cooking. Yeah. And, you know, you might even be reminded that, you know, they didn't invent comedy like five years ago. It's been going on a long time. Sure. Well, for the Black Door Musical Podument, I've been Barry. I have been Carrie. Thanks for listening. If you like this episode, we are so sorry. But this has been the Black Door Music Argument, where opinions are always welcome. But are probably wrong. Including mine. 
We provide the best research Wikipedia offers. So tell all of your friends and your mistress. Or your manstress. Or your other token female friends. But not your grandma. Unless your grandma's fucking cool. Make sure to rate and review us on iTunes. Look for us on Instagram. We're not on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. We don't tweet. Like us on Facebook. Okay, Boomer. Talk about us on MySpace. Or Friendster. Stop trying to out MySpace me. And always remember to clear your browser history. But most of all. Especially important. Super crucial. The ultimate. Baby, Baby it's cold, cold outside. outside.